Our Bible reading tonight is taken from the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12, and it's entitled, The Magi Visit the Messiah, and Gillian is very kindly going to read for us. So Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they return to their country by another route. You're going to tell us a, a bit about um, the Star of Bethlehem, the Magi, and things later on. But so I'm going to ask you a bit about yourself, because this is East Belfast, and really anywhere beyond the uh, Albert Bridge is a bit dicey for us. And you're, you're from Armagh, is that right? Yes, that's right. We're somewhere out in the country. All these, these new hymns you're singing this evening. Well, well, uh, Never uh, come across uh, them before uh, down there, you know. <laughs> yeah, this hasn't started very well, Simon. Because, I mean, just as you talk to me there, I'm getting a sense that you're not being entirely honest with us. Probably not, no. Because that, that, that <laughs> doesn't sound like a County Armagh accent to me. I mean, for example, I can understand every word that you said. <laughs> so it couldn't really be County Armagh. <laughs> could, could you take us back a bit, a bit farther? Sam, where, where are you from originally? Ah, well, it depends how far you want to go back. As far as you feel comfortable telling us, that's the yeah, good answer, um, isn't it? Well, I was born in Newcastle. Probably not going to go back much farther than that, so that, that'll be okay. okay. Yep. But not the Newcastle you're thinking of. Oh, the other Newcastle? Or the other Newcastle. Oh, the other Newcastle. Which Newcastle? Uh, the one upon Tyne. Ah, that one. That one, yes, 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 yes. But my mother's from the other Newcastle. The other, other Newcastle. And I thought stars and galaxies were going to be... So you're a returnee then, in a sense? No, 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 no. No, it's, uh, yeah, I go back. Um, my mother's from Newcastle Underline. Newcastle Underline, oh, okay. And I'm from Newcastle upon Tyne. Okay. And right. then I moved to Edinburgh. Of course you did. And, uh, and then was that for, for your studies? No, that's when my parents moved there when I was five. 
okay. six years old, and I grew up in Edinburgh. Okay, right. And uh, yeah, and then after that, well, this is this is the, the sky. At this, night. Is, this is this is this this is where the, the boys at the back Cloudy have night. to have to figure out whether there my. There we go. There we are. Yeah, there's some, there's some pictures of, of, that, that tell you a bit more about me. So after leaving leaving Edinburgh, I went to London. Uh -huh. So that's the top left. That's that's Imperial College. That, 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 that okay. little, little one. And then I went to St Andrews, which is in Scotland. Yep. Yeah. And uh, spent ooh, 15, 20 years there, I suppose. Uh -huh. And then we came here uh, about 20 years ago. Okay. Well, we came to Armagh, not, not here. here. No, not here, not here. here. Armagh, Ar 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 the, the other here. here. Yeah. And yeah. Who, who are these people down the, in the bottom left? Oh, the bottom left. Oh, that's, that's my family. Okay. Um, so. My, my good lady, Angela, is, is, is here this evening. Give us a wave, Angela. Hi, Angela. <laughs> and I have two daughters and a son. And uh, the one in the middle is my, my son's uh, partner. Um, so there's, there's Louise, who's now in Berlin. Okay. And Chris is in London. And Rebecca, who's in, has, has, has just emigrated. She's gone to Ayrshire. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what about the, the, the photograph in the bottom right? What, what's that? That's a boat. Okay, so that was... <laughs> <laughs> There's only one person doing the jokes here tonight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you not doing them as well? <laughs> <laughs> so this, this is when you were fleeing from Ayrshire across the Irish yes. Sea to become a refugee here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, that's that's uh, that's what I do when I'm not not, not being that's an astronomer. Yes, ah, that's right, a, right, an right. astronomer. Yes. So, so you're an astronomer. Okay, let, let's let's just find out a bit about that. Um, my birthday's in April. <laughs> so, is next week going to be lucky for me or not? Um, I have no idea. Well, I, don't, I don't do that. You're, you're an astronomer. Is that not what astronomers do? Uh, you know, Patrick Thing in the Telegraph. Uh, I don't think so. I think you're thinking of, of astrologers. Am I? I think so, yes. Well, what, what does an astronomer do then? Well, an astronomer looks at stars and, and tries to figure out what they're ah, made of. So, so you, look, you look at how stars. how they work. Ah, right, right. You rather than figure out how you work. Okay, okay. Well, if, if you've looked at stars then for 20 years, who are your favourites? Mine are Anton Deck, I have to say. <laughs> Who are your favourite stars? Uh, well, I think you're thinking of... Uh, TV like stars. Hu yeah, human stars. You, TV you look star at other stars. I look at stars in the sky. Ah, I see, I see, I see. Okay, yeah. okay. So, so you look at, at, at stars in the sky. Um, telescope? Yeah, yeah. And you can see some of them in the picture. And okay. um, well, the one in the middle is one we have in Armagh. It's quite small. Uh -huh. um, well, you can see how big it is. It's yeah. about the size of me. Um, but we need bigger stars. We need bigger telescopes to look at okay. fainter stars. And so the one in the top right is the Hubble Space Telescope. Yeah. Some people may have heard of that. Mm -hmm. And sure. um, that one I have been using, in fact, just a few weeks ago. And the one down beneath it, that's the dome of a telescope in South Africa. And that's one of the biggest optical telescopes in the world at the moment. 
Um, it's 11 meters in diameter. What's 11 meters? 11 meters, 30 odd feet. It's, it's about the size of the Satsum mirror. That's, yeah, it would, it would sort of fit round in well, here. Yeah, the, the whole front here. Yeah. 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 That's pretty impressive, isn't it? It's huge. So you can see a fair amount of detail with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we collect a lot of light. You need to collect a lot of light okay. from very faint stars. Okay. Well, um, I mean, people have been looking at the stars for forever, really. What's yeah. the point in going on? Surely they've seen everything that needs to be seen. There's always new, new things to see. Um, and we're always discovering more and more about, um, about stars. The stars, I mean, do you know the sun is a star? Yeah, uh, mm -hmm. You do? Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the sun is a typical star. And there's still stuff we want to learn about what happens inside the sun and how the sun works. Okay. Because it's not just a light in the sky. Right. It's a dynamic, um, almost a, a live thing uh -huh. that's spinning around and it's changing inside and it's, it's got currents that turn over on the okay. outside of it. And so we learn stuff about the sun. But the sun isn't, not all stars are like the sun. Right. Okay. And, and, and there are many, many different types. Well, what's, what's the most interesting thing recently that, that has come to light, either for you as an individual or for the world generally? Any, um, any surprises recently or uh, on the uh, horizon? Yeah, well, there's, there's a couple of things. There's, um, one of the most exciting things in, in recent months has been um, discovery of, uh, well, it was, it was a, a detection with, with, a, with a telescope that wasn't a a light bucket telescope. It was a new type of detector, a new type of telescope that detects waves in space that ripple through um, through the fabric of space. Okay. And you can't see these waves. You can't even feel them. They're so so fine that it's um, a vibration that is less than the thickness of a human hair. Uh -huh. uh, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a distance that extends from here to, to the moon. So the moon sort of moved, jiggled backwards and okay. forwards by less than that. It's a tiny, tiny amount. And it's known as a gravitational wave. And there have been two or three of these detections in the last year. And at the same time as this one was detected, somebody saw a flash of light. And it was followed up. And it was discovered that this was two two very, very compact stars had spiralled in and collided with one another. Okay. And it was hugely exciting because this has never, ever been seen. It was a prediction that it would, could happen and that it would emit these waves and, and they were detected. Phenomenal experiment. Okay. Um, discovered yeah, that. It sounds like the sort of thing that doesn't happen terribly often. Not nearby. No. So it, sounds, it probably sounds like a good thing that it doesn't happen terribly it often. Does. It does. It would, it, would, it, would, it, would, it, would, it would seriously be uncomfortable if that okay. happened nearby. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, of course, the, the other big question that, that we, we think of when we, when we look out from Earth, is there anybody there? 
Any other? What's the, the latest state of play on life on Mars? Are oh. women generally from genuinely from Venus and men from Mars? We haven't found any men on Mars, and I don't know if we've looked for women on Venus yet. But it's it's quite difficult getting down onto Venus because it's got clouds of sulfuric acid, and it <laughs> rains sulfuric acid. So that I'm doesn't sound good either. No, not 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 for the women. No, no. Um, and men and Mars is very dry, and the atmosphere is mostly carbon dioxide. And um, but there is a possibility that it may once have been a watery planet. Okay. And okay. there may yeah. be some some residue. Yeah. Um, don't know. But not little green men. No, no, okay. no, no. Okay. not well, not so far. It, yeah, I, I think you, you've sort of convinced us that that you knew enough about out there for. <laughs> to warrant your place on the sofa. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the other side of, of, of thinking about you as, as a person, you're, you're a scientist, you're a hard-headed scientist who looks at the, at the stars and, and all of that. We're a church. Maybe we see things from a, a slightly different point of view. We are people of, of faith. Mm -hmm. Does that ring any, any bells with you? Yes. Um, how to... It's, it's a journey that... Yes, it's a journey. It's in, it, it, for, for me, I suppose, it's been a parallel journey uh -huh. because as, yeah. a, as, as a child, um, I... I grew up in a Christian family. Um, maybe if I find a picture and yeah, take, if, us, take, if, if a, take us back yeah, a, 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 a little bit. Um, yeah. I'll skip through these and, and maybe show. So, so this takes me back for um, mm, to the mid-1960s to some extent. Okay. And, um, the, the picture, the big picture on the left is myself and my brother. And you see, I've had a long interest in boats. I see that. And uh, the sailors in the congregation will note the protective safety gear that we're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> and they might notice the statutory slope on the Scottish lock. <laughs> um, and, and the paleontologists will notice the uh, statutory uh, monster so swimming <laughs> in the loft. Um, but those things apart, um, I, I grew up in a family where my, my parents uh, became Christians as, as students, I think, um, in Newcastle and brought my brother and myself up um, in, a, in a very wonderful um, home as, as youngsters. Uh, surrounded by themselves and, and friends of theirs who are also Christians. Um, and um, I brought something along today. I brought, brought a Bible with me. Mm -hmm. And it was given to me my, by my mum and dad, Christmas 1963. And uh -huh. um, it's been around a bit. In fact, it got this tatty a long time ago. <laughs> 
Um, it actually had its first baptism in the summer of 1965. And I remember I just started to read Scripture Union notes, and uh, we were on, on holiday in Windsor, and this was sitting on my bedside table, and I spilt a glass of water, and the, the card board of the cover yeah. didn't really recover, and I was most upset by that. Um, it was a very interesting and a very important, uh, well, I, I think it was a pivotal summer holiday for me in another way because um, there was a, a Sunday color supplement came out and in it there was an article about how stars evolve and I had nightmares about mm. that arose from that. And so there was this connection between this and, and, um, and, and, and stellar evolution yes, that... Yes, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I remember a long time back. And so from that point on, um, I have the, the, the two strands in my life of, of, of faith and um, an interest in science. Um, one of the things, and I think probably in the, in, in the, in the coming terms, you, you sort of a young boy, seven, eight, nine-year-olds, you go to, go to school, you go to scripture lessons, and um, scripture lessons can sometimes be as dull and dry as... Maybe and actually, the headmaster of the school took our scripture lessons, and he, we were dealing with uh, Joshua crossing the Jordan and fighting the Battle of Jericho, and uh, he was actually unraveling some of that from a scientific point of view and giving us a completely different angle on on yeah. on how that uh, how that story might actually play out, and yeah. so um, I guess I've always um, had a. These, these two strands in, in life have, have sure. worked together, um, being... A, a, a is, it, is, it, is it a sort of conversation between the two, between Christian faith and one approach to life and scientific endeavor representing a different approach to life, and the two talking to each other, sometimes arguing with each other? Um, I possibly. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure that they... For me, that they have all have argued all that much. I've never particularly <laughs> found... <laughs> ah, right. so it's, you know, it's a more I, gentle conversation. Yes, I suppose it's a more gentle conversation, yeah. and yeah. I, I suppose I've taken a, a, a more... I, I, I suppose I would... Um, I wouldn't see contradictions, yeah. because I would, I would interpret what I read in... Okay. So is it then more way. like two voices... Singing together, is that a, a reason? That would have been, be nice, be nice, head, be, so yes, sure be nice if it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 I guess so, yes. Yeah, we yes, can yes. work on that one later, can we? Yes, we yeah, can okay. do, yes, yes. Okay, that's right. Well, so you started your journey of faith early and you have walked as, as a Christian through that, that scientific endeavor as well. That's, that's personal. Is there a bigger picture that's, that's worth thinking about? Um, yes, there is. And, 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 and I have been tr trying to engage with this intellectually, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, there's, 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 there's a personal aspect of um, where do I stand? How do I understand my relationship with God? And so on. But then there's this bigger picture of how do 
how do others, how does the, how does the world understand this conversation between science and faith? Mm -hmm. And um, you, know, you, can, you, can, you can ask this, <laughs> is there a bigger picture? And um, we've, we're all familiar with this, this dialogue, this, this, this almost contradiction between a, a, some of the Bible stories and, and a scientific description of, of the world and the universe. And, and, and so I've been interested in this from a, a, the point of view of cosmology. Mm -hmm. you know, how does the world work? What's the universe? How did it begin? Mm -hmm. Who made it? How, how does it actually work? Um, and familiar the idea of, of, of a designer god, but how does a designer god actually interact with that universe? Okay. Does, that, does that work as a whole? Uh, and this, is, this, this, this is a universe I'm not particularly comfortable with, which is a, a flat earth with a, a vault, <laughs> um, the vault of the sky above it and everything happening uh, within, yes. within that vault. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the view of the universe, which perhaps I'm more comfortable with, <laughs> is very confusing. Um, it's, it's one which starts with a big bang and, uh -huh. um, and, uh, and matter and, and structure and everything is, is created in that moment. Um, but actually how that, that big bang works and what the consequences of, of, of believing that that's the way it works is difficult to deal with. Uh -huh. And the whole idea of a universe that sort of flung, really has uh, flung out, and that's what we observe. We observe the universe belting apart. Um, how does that tie back into uh, God to um, stands outside of this universe and creates it and directs um, what, what, what happens? What, how you require a very special set of physics to, to allow life to emerge. Right. And um, that's, that's not something we're going to get our, ourselves into tonight. I'm, I'm no, we're, well, no, but, we're uh, not. <laughs> um, lots of big people have tried to do it and, and have yeah. various theories through the years. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take, take a wee break and Carl's going to bring the, the folk back again. And then I'm going to ask you about stars and wise men and babies. Okay. So we, we finished the last part, part of our conversation, Simon, talking about the, the, the two strands in your life, the scientist and, and the Christian. And, and those two strands woven together as, as you've walked through your life um, and the fact that, that in, in your opinion that there, there is no basic incompatibility between the two. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering to what extent do you think it's fair to say that they're, they're asking different questions of, of life and uh, as we come to think of, of the star we read earlier from, from uh, Matthew's Gospel, from, from chapter 2, the account of the wise men in the east seeing a star and following the star to Bethlehem and uh, the star pointing to, to Jesus. And 
it, it seems to me there are two sets of questions we can ask about that that would, would seem to, to resonate in, in some way with, with the two strands to your life. One is the how questions, and the other is the, the why questions. Yeah. Um, what do we have a go at first? What do you think, the how questions or the why questions? Or do you want to mix them up? We could pro I'm probably better at the how questions, so we could start with, start the how, with the how, how questions, questions and then we can... So this group of wise men, what sort of people are we talking about, just by the way? Astronomers? Um, possibly. Uh, in, 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 in those days, um, there weren't... Prof well, astronomers and astrologers were essentially the same profession. So I was right at the very start there, was I? It's all a bit of a mixed thing. Well, <laughs> now they yes, they've diverged. diverged. But, yeah. but back in that time, so yes, so 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 there were people who who studied the heavens, mm -hmm. and this 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 covered all cultures from from the Chinese to the. Koreans to Babylonians and, and, and elsewhere. And they kept a record of, of what moved and what happened in the sky. And they were also educated. We, 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 we hear that they're wise men and they, they studied a lot of the literature. So they were aware of, of things like prophecies, particularly um, the, the wise men who were thought to, to have come from Babylon. Um, Babylon was major centre in the, in the Middle East. And you may, may remember that the Jews had spent um, a long time in exile yes. in that region in Babylon. Of, in Babylon. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had left a lot of their literature mm -hmm. uh, behind them. And so the, um, the, the, the wise men of Babylon were aware of, of their holy writings It's, it's well. funny that hadn't struck me before. <coughs> but of course, you're, you're right. They could have had the the Jewish writings of, of the time, parts yeah. of the Old Testament, perhaps. Exactly. Yeah. And um, so, 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 so they, they have this body of knowledge, uh, but they're also working as astrologers um, because um, people in high places, the rulers, uh -huh. uh, were, 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 were hungry for all sorts of information about when was a good time to invade their enemy or yeah. when was a good time to... Um, yeah, get married, get, ma get yeah. married, um, and, and, and so on. And so astrology was an, an important aspect of life in many cultures. Funnily enough, the people of Israel uh, did not uh -huh. approve of astrology. No, indeed. And, 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 and so they were less inclined to study what was going on in the heavens uh -huh. and, and look at things. And that, that's also quite an interesting aspect of, of this story. And so, so these men saw something in, in the <coughs> sky at that time that, that made them say, mm, something big's happening. Yes, they, 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 they definitely appeared to, to see something and um, the, the text, Matthew, Matthew's mm -hmm. Gospel, and funnily enough, Matthew's Gospel is the, essentially the only unique source we have this information, so we rely entirely on on what we what we read this evening, mm -hmm. and um, and Matthew's gospel is quite specific about what they saw. They saw a star 
Now, a star in those days could, could have meant anything. It could any, any light in the sky. Any light in yeah. the sky yeah. could have been, um, and we'll have look at some of the, the possibilities in a moment, uh -huh. but they saw it rising in the east, and, and the, the technical term that Matthew uses is, is a common term at that time. It's called a heliacal rising. Oh, I'll just jot that one down. You, 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 you might need it ne next week. Yeah, yes, yes, that's right. What that means is that the star is rising before the sun. Okay. So it's preceding the sun into the sky. Okay. And that's a you know particularly significant from their point of view. Yeah. And um, what 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 always struck me about this was um, they saw this. They were looking east from Babylon. So what did they do? They went west <laughs> to Jerusalem. <laughs> we, we sometimes have this yeah, picture yeah, of the, yeah. that they followed the star and, and they, they saw the star suddenly appear and they followed it. But, but that's actually something that comes out of our Christmas carols okay, or our, yes. our, 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 our modern folklore. Okay. Um, but, uh, so, so, so they needed some additional information yeah. uh, to um, to prompt them to go in that direction. And we, we don't know really what that, that additional information might be. For example, it could be that the, the object they saw was in a particular constellation in the sky. And the constellation would have had, had, had some connection. So Pisces, the constellation of Pisces, uh, was connected with the people of Israel, the Jews. Okay. So if something yeah. happened in Pisces, or if it was in Leo, this is, it would have an, an indication that there was a king okay. to be born. Yeah, yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So, so, so where things happened had a, a meaning. And uh -huh. if we could only go back and figure out what it was uh -huh. that they saw, uh -huh. this, this mystery, this, 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 we, we would understand yeah. why they, they, they saw this thing in the east and went west. And went west. So that's the east, isn't it? Um, this is the east, really, essentially. There <laughs> 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 isn't any other east. <laughs> so so they, they saw this light of some sort in, in the sky, yeah. described as a star. They said it's got significance of some sort, major significance. Yeah. And so we've got to go and find out what well, well, that's 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 the puzzle. Certainly, in in in, in the twentieth century, as astronomers and mm -hmm. and as as Christians, because you know this is a story that stands there at the beginning of Matthew's gospel. Mm -hmm. You know, it's 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 remarkable. Um, what what was it? Um, yeah. What, what sort of explanations have there been through right. the years of what it might have been um, in language that we can understand? And you don't like Eliakul, do you? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Um, Funnily enough, that, uh, if you go back to a lot of the early writers in the, sec uh, yeah, the second and third centuries, yes. um, a lot of them indicate that it was a comet. What's a comet? And, and that, 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 that theme has um, sort of followed through. This is a, a painting. This is not first or second or third century. This is 12th century, and this is um, Giotto's Adoration of the Magi. And you see above the, um, above the stable, you see a painting of an object in the sky, and that is unmistakably a painting of a comet. Mm -hmm. um, now, that's thought to be inspired by the fact that there was a famous comet 
that appeared um, shortly before uh, Giotto painted that picture, and that was Halley's Comet. And Halley's Comet is something that most of you w may well have heard of. Uh, some of you are, uh, may have had an opportunity to see it when it, um, it, when it made its last visit in 1985. Uh, it comes around every 75 years, regular as clockwork. But it wasn't Halley's Comet, mm -hmm. um, because we know that Halley's Comet appeared in 12 BC, and 12 okay. BC was, was too early. Was too early. So we, we, we're left with a puzzle. What was it? And in order to figure out what it was, we've got to try and figure out when it was. So actually okay. pinning down the date that Jesus was born is very important. And there's various clues that you have for that. Um, we've got the clue from Luke, who says that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus for all to yeah. be um, counted. And the best date for that is that the decree went out in about 8 BC, and at some point that decree would have reached the various provinces, and so people would have gone uh, in, in one of the years following that. Okay. And then the latest date is because we know King Herod was involved in the story. Mm -hmm. uh, King Herod died, mm -hmm. and we know the date he, was di he died was very close to a lunar eclipse. That's uh, when, when the earth goes between the sun and the moon, and the moon goes blood red and dark. Yeah. And there were lunar eclipses in 1 BC and 4 BC, and it's most likely to be the 4 BC eclipse. So we know we've got a window, 8 BC and 4 BC. So we're now looking in the sky for something that happened, might have happened in that time. Okay. No, it's okay. So, so we know roughly when we're looking, what possible things might uh -huh. have been seen. Now, it could just have been a bright star, no, bright star rising, like, you know, Sirius. You've heard of Sirius or Regulus. Sirius is one of the brightest stars in the sky. You know, it could have been like that. Um, or, some people have said, it might have been a UFO. Patrick Moore included this in his list of possibilities. <laughs> But fortunately, and I'm very grateful to Patrick Moore for saying this, and that he says, it's very unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, so uh, I, I'm, I'm happy that it wasn't that. Another idea was that it might, be, might have been a, a shooting stars, a, an, an event when it wasn't just one star, but lots of stars, or maybe one bright fireball. Uh, the trouble with that is that these things don't last very long, you know, tenth of a second or... Uh -huh. three-tenths uh -huh. of a second, whereas... And they're not terribly unusual. And they're not terribly unusual. Yeah. They tend to come from all over the sky. So that, yeah. that's not a great idea. Now this, this does look, look quite good. Like, this yeah. looks spectacular. And um, I've got some more, more, more possibilities, but this, this comes in here because um, it has the characteristics that we... We, we read in Matthew in, okay. in some sense. We've got the idea of, of a star that is standing over a place yes. with a great tail that stands upwards. Uh -huh. And, um, and it, it, it goes across the whole, you know, it can go across the whole sky. And there's a, a very interesting prophecy. Um, and this is one that the Magi may well have 
almost certain, well, yes, it is the one that the Magi um, probably were aware of and, and probably made them set out on, on their journey. And it comes from Numbers chapter 24. And uh, this is the oracle of Belaim, the son of Beor. And he says, I see him, but not now, but not now. I behold him, but not nigh. A star shall come forth out of Jacob, and a scepter shall rise out of Israel. Um, it shall crush the forehead of Moab and break down all the sons of Sheth. And it's thought that this, this, this reference to a star and a scepter okay. is the idea of, 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 of something that's, that's standing. Yes, something a tail, something yep. That, that, yep. That, that is extended yes. rather than just being a single object. Yeah. And this connection between um, the ancient, the, 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 the scriptures that were available to the Magi and um, the, the possibility that it was a comet and of their setting out on the journey um, okay. really gives this a lot of strength. And the fact that um, the, following on Matthew's account, the, 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 the authors of the second and the third centuries who were writing, yes. perhaps only th the first one I think was Origen, um, writing maybe 40 or 50 years after yeah. Matthew was written, that, that, that there was a connection and there was a tradition that that, that that oral tradition mm -hmm. uh, had survived uh, to that point. Mm -hmm. um, so, so that's that's popular. There, but there is a problem: is that is that comets are seen not just by wise men looking for them; they may be seen by anyone. By anyone? Yeah. Yeah. And three groups of people made very careful records uh -huh. of comets at uh -huh. that time: the Chinese the Koreans, and the Babylonians. Uh -huh. And those records have survived. And there are records. We have a written account of, of, of Halley's Comet appearing in 12 BC. And we have an account of a comet appearing in 4 BC. But 4 BC is too late. Okay. And there's nothing in between. Uh -huh. and, and if it was a, a really great comet like this, why, why, why didn't that come up? So uh -huh. there have been... Uh -huh other ideas, other, other contributions, and sometimes you might see a collection of planets in the sky like that. Right. Now that's a photograph taken a, a few years ago with Venus, Jupiter, and I think Mars all so close together. And if you saw that in the sky, that's pretty, yes. pretty yeah. spectacular, especially if you saw it in a, in a, in a particular constellation. It's yeah. like, what's the meaning of this? Yeah. And, um, Actually, there was a massing like this in 6 BC, and it had been preceded by a series of, of similar events where Jupiter and Saturn had come together three times okay. in one year. Right. So there was, there was stuff happening in the sky. You know, if, you right. were, if you were on the lookout and seeing what's happening, you'd right. be quite excited. Right. Um, things are going on up there, right. and so what's, what's the significance for us? Uh -huh. um, and, and they see this going, and, and, and it appears this one, appears in Pisces, this triple conjunction in 6 BC appears oh, yes. in Pisces, the and constellation of the Jews. The Jewish connection, yeah. So, yeah. let's pack our bags, get on our camels, and off to Jerusalem. That makes sense. That um, makes sense. There's, there, there's that, the, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and presumably, there, there, I think there, there are a couple of other possibilities as, as well, but... Yeah. 
What about the possibility that it was something that only these folks saw? Well, that it wasn't actually a natural phenomenon. I mean, that, that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been been talked about, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's there, mm -hmm. but. It's not a great possibility. Is that well, if it, if it was, then you shouldn't be talking to well, the astronomers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so if, if that's a, a little journey around the how this, this star um, a, a appeared, what the natural phenomenon might be, any thoughts on, on the other question of why? What's the point? Of it, what what was going on at that point? Or is that something yes. I should answer as a theologian? <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. Yes. Um, yes. Why? Why did the magi? Why did the wise men set out? Yeah. Um, well, there's the there's a purely natural explanation. In, in a sense, is that that's what that that was something that they did do, and it wasn't. There, there, there are records of Magi setting out to um, to Rome after the birth of a son to one of the emperors, okay. Um, okay. and and so this was almost an, an, as an as an emissary um, going to see yes. the birth of a new king. Okay, and so, so, so you're saying <coughs> that again historically, this journey of wise men from one place to another wasn't unique. That yeah, it, it would have happened it, at the birth of a king. Or yes, or uh, like yes, that. exactly, okay. Okay. exactly, and that's I, I, and, and I think that's very significant. I think it is. Mm -hmm. um, because um, they, the image I have, and, and in fact, it, you you can almost sense that when you read the account in Matthew, mm. um, is that they they set out. To, and, and expecting to, and they go to Jerusalem because that's where Obvious place to go. where yeah. the king, where the new king should be born. And you, you see some some amazing things happen at this point. Herod is troubled, and, understandably, and all Jerusalem with him. And that the fact that all Jerusalem with him is quite telling as well, because yeah. it might suggest that oh, they say, oh, uh, there's the star. Mm -hmm. We hadn't noticed it before because we're not, we don't do astrology in, in, yeah. in, in Jerusalem, yeah. But, yeah. but now now you come to mention it. <laughs> yes. um, and, and there's a new king. Herod doesn't know about it. Uh, his throne's in danger. And this could be socially... This you could be talking revolution. This could be revolution. So, and, and so the, the dynasty and, and the stability of Jerusalem is, is, is a threat. And... And then they, they, you see the account, they move on, and they head on towards um, Bethlehem. And this is, this, the, the, the star, behold, the star went ahead of them and stood over the place where Jesus lay. Mm -hmm. This is the picture of the, the comet standing mm -hmm. with its tail up. And then they, they arrive there, and they encounter um, the baby Jesus, um, Born to a to a carpenter and a young woman, and they're probably stunned, stunned, mm -hmm. and they present their gifts. But 
According, at least according to to the account we have, they um, they take things in good faith and uh -huh. uh, present their gifts and uh, worship. Perhaps a lesson for us all that the question is not how did this event, how did this phenomenon take place, but who is this phenomenon pointing towards? Yeah. And what's our response? Yes. Yes. To that person. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I think I, I set it's a phrase I had in one one of my slides. When we set out to 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 try and find out what the star is, yes. we actually set out to follow the Magi on their journey and their quest, and we need to find what they found. I'm sensing an amen at the end of that. <laughs> Simon, thank you very very much indeed for for joining us this evening. Thank you for all the. the provocative things and, and very informative things that, that you've said to us. Thank you very much indeed. Let's pray together. Gracious God, we bless you as the King of all creation. We worship you as the one who came 2,000 years ago in weakness, who died and who rose again. We worship you as the one who is with us now by your Spirit and the one who will come again to judge all things. To you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be honor and glory, majesty, might, and dominion this night and forever.